My guest today is Ria Mazumdar Singhal, founder and CEO of EcoWare, India's first and largest sustainable packaging company. She's a young global leader of the World Economic Forum and a recognized global thought leader on climate change. In 2019, Ria was awarded Nare Shakti Puraskar, the highest civilian honor for women by the President of India. Ria, I'm delighted to have you with us today. Welcome to the Good Company Podcast. Thank you, Barbara. It's great to be here. So I've got to ask you, why EcoWare? What's wrong with plastic? Really? We're in 2021. <laughs> How could you ask me that? <laughs> I know, but I just had to do it. Yeah, I know. I, I think I've mentioned to you, I have no pl plastic, almost no plastic in my house. I hate plastic. But I mean, let's start at the beginning. What is so wrong with plastic? Um, I don't think it's safe, right? I don't think it's safe for us as humanity, and I don't think it's safe for the environment. I think also... Uh, we rely on it way too much um, and we can see the growing uh, negative impact, which is becoming more and more alarming. And so the yeah. um, sorry to interrupt, but let's take the two parts of it. The um, you said you don't think it's safe. And I, I know that you have a background with Pfizer and you're a pharmacologist. So I have a feeling you mean something specific when you say it's not safe. What do you mean? So I think there's more and more clinical evidence now linking, um, you know, plastics to disease, right? We've all been made aware that you shouldn't, um, you shouldn't microwave your food in plastics. And that's because um, the plastic melts and it leaches toxins into your food. And you ingest that. And that's, you know, what causes disease. And I think um, having studied pharmacology and worked at Pfizer, when you look at disease there, you've always got to think about risk factors that you can control and risk factors that you can't control. And your exposure to plastics is something that you can control. Um, so that's where I'm coming from. I know that, you know, when my children were born, it, we were really clear that we wanted BPA-free bottles or we didn't want to use plastic bottles as much as we could. Um, or plastic teethers, etc. So I think that there is there is this concern over how safe um, plastics really is. Mm -hmm. Just tell us some of what uh, you know occurs in terms of the environment. How do we supposedly dispose of and not dispose of plastics? Look, I think that um, you know we we've got to our planet is on fire, right? We we're tackling things like climate change. Um, pollution, plastic pollution, air pollution, biodiversity, and it's all obviously all interlinked. And I think the time um, has now come, you know, we've, we've, we've got to really think about closed loop solutions. And what I mean by that is the end of life of a product. Um, I know that we've talked about recycling historically, and we've tried that. Um, but very little of plastic waste is actually recycled and can be recycled. Um, so what we really encourage is the fact that with EcoWare, it's 100% biodegradable. If you, put a product, if you put any of our products in soil, they break down and turn into soil in 90 days. So it's not going to end up in landfill. It's not going to outlive you. And the best thing is that it doesn't rely on a formal waste management or waste treatment system that a lot of countries just don't have. Um, you know, and I think that is the key challenge. And when you say 
a lot of plastic is not recycled. Now, first of all, you're in India and, um, you know, I, I, I'm imagining that was part of the reason why you started EcoWare. Is it true that India is not recycling at all? I, I think the way the population is growing, Barbara, and the amount of waste that we generate, uh, we're not recycling enough. Right. I think there was a there was a report, if I'm not mistaken, maybe by the uh, the World Economic Forum that said only nine percent of plastic waste is actually or was it maybe a UN report that said only nine percent of plastic waste is recycled globally, mm. right? which is shocking. Um, so, we, you know, there's rampant urbanization, there's growing populations, there's you know, there's, there's just more and more waste at the end of the day being created. And we've got to, we don't have systems that keep up with that. Wow. Yeah. So, so this led you to EcoWare. Tell us about the product. First of all, what is it and what is it made of? So the product is made from agricultural waste. So typically wheat, rice, sugarcane, once the crop is processed, the waste is what we use as our raw material. And historically, this waste had absolutely no value. It was used as animal fodder or it was burnt out in the open um, by farmers to clear their land. And obviously that results in severe air pollution. Um, so we've you know, collected all this waste, we've cleaned it, we've pulped it, and we've converted it into biodegradable and compostable packaging for the food and beverage industry. And, um, you know, aside from being backyard biodegradable, which is fantastic, especially in a country where you don't have any formal waste management, um, the other beauty of it is that it contains no liners, no additives. It's literally the most natural thing that you could eat out of. Um, this, sorry. So yeah. is it both packaging and um, utensils and dishes or so is it? We do, uh, we do plates, bowls, um, you know, cups, so sort of um, tableware that you would use at dine-in, as well as takeaway food packaging for deliveries and cloud kitchens and um, the whole takeaway segment. It sustains a temperature range from minus 20 to 180 degrees. So that means you can, you know, refrigerate your food in it, freeze it, microwave it, bake in it. Wow. And we've got all our certification to show that there's no migration uh, of, it doesn't change the nutritional value of the food that you put in it, unlike the synthetics. Amazing. And is this available in the US or what, where is your market? So we, I started this in India and, you know, predominantly for a problem that was very India-centric and I, I, you know, I wanted to create a, a mass solution for um, India. But what we've seen, Barbara, is that globally, you know, the consumer mindset's changing, awareness is picking up, and we've had so many inbound inquiries um, uh, across the globe the last two, three years. So we've obviously also started exporting our product as far as South America and as far as close as Sri Lanka. Um, specifically in the US, you can find our products on Amazon, or you could even, you know, um, get onto our website, which is uh, ecoway.in drop us an email and we'll try and get what you need to you. And are you primarily um, B2B selling to businesses or is it direct to cost consumer? 
so we built this business on a, a on a more of a b2b model right we you know our largest customers were um, a lot of quick service restaurants so the likes of cinnabon subway tim hortons starbucks um but what, what we've seen funny enough during 2020 and covid is that we've actually become more of a b2c business uh, we've had you know a spike in online sales on platforms such as amazon and we've seen, um, you know, smaller home chefs come up. We've seen households uh, want to buy eco-ware. Uh, we've seen patients, you know, bless them, who've been suffering from COVID and isolating and um, not wanting to wash up or, um, and need to use disposables. And they've been using eco-ware. So we, we're now, I think, in a place where we're, we're doing um, a, a fair bit of both. Um, but I think pre-COVID, we were doing more B2B. It's, that's remarkable and um, so interesting that that is the impact from COVID, that uh, there's actually a greater use of single use mm-hmm. and um, and how wonderful that you're providing something. I mean, we normally think of single use plastics, you know, and materials as just ending up in landfill or being difficult to recycle. And you're providing a single use product that literally can decompose in my backyard. That's that's just amazing. So who are your primary customers? So um, in terms of our revenue channel, uh, we cover the travel food sector, which is um, sort of airport food courts, private jet catering. Um, the Indian Railways is a huge feather in our cap because they were using, I don't know if any of your listeners have ever been on the trains in India, but you would typically get served your food in aluminum casseroles. And, um, you know, we just we innovated with them about three years ago and said, guys, we've got to do something different now. We've got to get rid of these casseroles. And we spent a lot of time understanding um, their food, their menu, their handling. And we developed a product that was bespoke for them. So and they're the largest meal providers in the country. They do 11 million meals a day. Um, Oh, my gosh. (laughs) How did you get to them? That's amazing. So I actually, my first interaction with the Indian Railways was back in 2010 um, during the Commonwealth Games that was hosted in New Delhi. And at that point, uh, the Indian Railways was catering, was doing part of the catering to one of the stadiums. And that was my first opportunity to work with them. Um, and, you know, that was my first interaction. And and I think um, a few years later, there was there's a lot of buzz around the railways in India being green or wanting to become green, and that it was very ambitious. And we said, you know, let's help you uh, with your catering side as well. So we did, and um, it's been fantastic. So we do the travel foods. We do office canteens, so large-scale office canteens like J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs across the country. Um, uh, we've got, like I said, the quick service restaurant segment. Pre-COVID, obviously, we had zero waste events. So whether you were looking at sporting, whether you were looking at music concerts, uh, like I said, we export as well, and we retail online and offline. So Amazon, um, Amazon US, India, Dubai, Singapore is where we're on right now. Did you envision that it would go this far when you started EcoWare? Um, I have, I, I no, I don't think I did, um, and it's really exciting to look back on it and think, oh my God, um, you know, <laughs> what a journey it's been over the last 11 years. I think when I started, you know, I was 27 years old and I, and I just thought, let's, let's just try this. Right. Um, and I genuinely just gave it my all. 
and it's led me here. So, so amazing. What do you think are some of the things you did right? You know, some of the keys to success. I'm sure it's not just luck that you ended up with these large accounts. Um, I think perseverance plays a huge part. Um, you know, I was 27 years old. I had never lived in India as an adult. I certainly had no experience of living or setting up a business in New Delhi. And um, it took a lot of perseverance, um, for sure. I've learned to become very thick skinned. I've learned to develop probably a very weird sense of humor and learned to laugh at a lot of things. <laughs> uh, um, you know, and I think um, it, that's just, it, it's taken a lot of conviction. But I think as an entrepreneur, you just have to have a lot of clarity in terms of what you want to achieve. Um, so you know, what do you mean by perseverance? That sounds like there must have been some real obstacles that you had to just stick it out and not give up. What happened? Sure. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to pry, but you know, it sounds like it was tough. I mean, it wasn't easy. Um, you know, nobody understood what biodegradable meant. So I literally, as part of my market research, I went into the market, I understood what my consumer was asking for. And I literally, my starting point was to replicate, you know, those four shapes in a healthier alternative. And it was a higher price point. So I had to obviously educate consumers and my stakeholders uh, about why they were paying more. I had to convince generational traders who sat in wholesale markets that plastics had no future. And this was the future, um, you know, and cannibalize that entire market. So it's... It, it's so um, amazing. I, I, I mean, I just... I can't even picture it. You know, 27 year old comes in and says, uh, no, you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> and the future is not what you're up to. Let me tell you what the future is. Wow. That's just really impressive. So, um, so obviously you've put a lot of your effort into the front end, into pitching your vision. Yes, certainly. And people yeah. are buying it. People are buying it, which is just fantastic to see. Um, you know, I'm, I, I have two kids. My mom's had breast cancer twice. You know, I just, I, I feel that we we need to um, take responsibility for our actions. Like we've really cre created a mess on this planet. And, you know, I use EcoWare as a vehicle for change. And I'm really proud of the impact that we've created. It might not be an answer to everyone's problems, but I do want to encourage anyone who's listening that, you know, to... To think of sustainability as an opportunity, and certainly to innovate, um, and 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 to use your business as a platform for change. Absolutely, so so fabulous. So, um, you know, given how strongly you feel, um, and given how far we have to go in the realm of sustainability, and how much needs to be done quickly, have you given any thought to, maybe I'm just thinking this because, you know, in the US, we just had our election, but are, have you given any thought to, I won't say politics, but maybe policy and having a voice there on a larger platform? I, um, I guess I've, I've very genuinely um, stayed away from policy because I felt like it's been um, it takes longer. Uh, that's not to say that it isn't needed. We need policy. We need consistent pol you know, policy that's enforced. But I felt like I could make um, a faster change by um, you know, focusing on the private sector, and that's what I did. 
we certainly, you know, as if we can, um, you know, on platforms, speak up and and drive policy to change, of course. But I, I also don't think that um, we need to wait for that as individuals, as stakeholders, as business owners. I think, you, you know, you can drive the change that you want to see. Policy is important, uh, but that, that will happen. There's nothing stopping you from walking out the door and behaving differently. Absolutely right. I mean, uh, real change happens organically because people are already shifting. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm completely with you on that. Um, so when you do look to the future, what do you see, What, if anything, I mean, what do you see coming over the horizon that everybody perhaps is ignoring, but we need to be aware of? In terms of sustainability, is that what you're asking me? Sure, yeah. You know, I really hope, Barbara, people wake up. I mean, we, we I was on a, another conference yesterday and we were just talking about this. And, you know, it, climate change is real, right? Uh, we, I think last year we were distracted with COVID. But the year before, I mean, the damage that we saw in the environment from extreme weather patterns um, was was unreal. And I don't think that's that's something that affects everybody. I don't think you can hide from it. You can't hide from it as an individual. You definitely can't, you know, it will impact you as a business as well. So people need to start taking this seriously. We need to start behaving differently. Uh, we need to start making more responsible choices and, um, and, and be accountable for our actions and the impact that we have on, you know, people and planet. So I'm really hoping that we see that change and that change yeah. happens quickly. Yeah, I agree with you. I think there's hope generally, generationally, you know, from your generation down. Um, I don't know if it will be, I don't know, will it be enough or what will have to happen to really wake people up mm-hmm. that um, we do need to behave differently. We need to stop buying and stop using plastics. We need to uh, educate ourselves, you know, learn from people like you about what the impact is and what the alternatives are and behave differently in our homes. I'm doing my best to do that, Ria. I'll tell you, <laughs> here I am really trying I and I do talk about it. And I think those of us, I mean, it's great that you talk about it. And I've seen you, you've been on so many stages. Um, aren't you part of the World Economic Forum? What's yes. up for you in terms of being visible this year? Um. Gosh, I, you know, honestly, I'm taking it uh, a month as a, a month on month. Um, I'm doing a lot in India. Um, I'm part of the CII IWN, which CII is the Confederation of Indian Industries, and I'm the chairperson for the Northern Region for the Indian Women Network, which is a part of CII, um, and driving, you know, women to the workforce to contribute to the economy is something that I'm really passionate about. So that's definitely on the agenda for me. Um, in terms of sustainability, just, you know, advocacy, encouraging, just spreading that message, whether it's be- between um, industry leaders, women entrepreneurs, um, you know, students. It's about just getting people to start talking about sustainability in the true sense um, and creating that education. Um, I think in India, you know, we are 1.3 billion people and that, that to educate that many people is a challenge. Well, we're so grateful to have you on the world stage and um, to have your voice and your intelligence and your products behind this. Uh, And I am 
personally very grateful that you took the time to be with us today on the Good Company podcast so that we could bring your message to our listeners as well. And I'm um, huge fan, Ria. I'm a follower now, and I encourage everyone who's listening to um, to follow you. And uh, yeah, let's let's be in touch. I'm just so impressed with what you're doing, and again, grateful for your voice with us today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You are quite welcome. Thank you, Ria, for taking us with you on your journey towards sustainable packaging. You are an inspiration for women entrepreneurs, and Echoware is a shining example of a for-profit business that's making our industrialized world a safer, cleaner, and healthier place to live. You can follow Ria and Echoware on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Echoware India. You can buy and share the perfectly compostable Echoware products for your home and business at Amazon or on their website, echoware.in. If you like what you're hearing, you'll find all the Good Company episodes on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. If you're curious about working with me, send me an email, barbara at shannon-solutions.com. Till next time, stay strong and carry on. I'm Barbara Shannon, and you are listening to the Good Company Podcast.